it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, it is. Hard for this episode, y'all. <laughs> yes. You know, it's very hot right now in Los Angeles. It is. I'm gonna be shirtless by the end of this podcast. Yes. Hi, everybody. It's Richard Rich and Westover. So it's so hot, we're drinking out of giant, like, summertime pool <laughs> glasses so they can have a bunch of ice and they're really cold. Yes. But and there's so much vodka that the ice is melting very quickly. Yeah, so. that's true. There's a lot of vodka in that. Wes is a great bartender. <laughs> you put in the ice, you fill the vodka to the top of the ice, and then you put in your mixer. Easy. Bartending 101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little tip from the pros on the show. <laughs> isn't that isn't that what you do? It, it, it totally is, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Richie Rich, when you got your bartending like license and that whole written morale mm-hmm. and ordeal and stuff... Do they really make you measure things out? Do you have to memorize all this shit? Let me tell like... you a little something about the state of California. Oh. You don't need a bartending license. What? No. Don't waste your time. And a lot of these states get taken a fucking class. No one gives a shit. All anyone wants is experience. Oh. So, but, yes, you bartenders are help, except for in your, if you're in fucking West Hollywood at Trunks. Um, <laughs> you, there is a measurement to be made. It should yeah. be an ounce and a half of alcohol per cocktail. Different ones obviously have, like, if you're making a Mai Tai that has more than one cocktail, then they're mm-hmm. going to be spread out a little bit more, all of this. Um, yeah. And this is why, people, let me just put this out there, so you're not one of those annoying guests. It's because cocktails supposed to taste a certain way. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just how it is. So, and Sex and the Beach should taste a certain way. A Mai Tai should taste a certain way. Some cocktails, you're not really supposed to taste the alcohol in, mm-hmm. but trust me, it's in there. That's why, that's why you fucking hate. It's like, I can't taste the alcohol in this. Like, well, you're, bitch, you're not supposed to. Come back in ten more minutes when you're stumbling over here. Yeah. Because that has five different shots in it. Yes, like... <laughs> Do you get super annoyed when people are like, make me a strong drink? Yes. Or, this is the worst. And y'all can always tell this shit. Usually, sorority girls. I want something strong but something sweet that doesn't exist. If you want something sweet, you're not going to taste the strongness. Yeah. If you want something strong, it's probably not going to be sweet. No. Sorry. Or you can mask it, but you're not going to taste the alcohol. Yeah, so the, the, those things, no. They don't equal the positive. They are two negatives. and <laughs> They're just not going to work. The balance of your taste buds. If you want something all. strong, be a trash person and get a Long Island. Oh. Oof. God, those are so fantastic. Oh. I mean, they're awful, but... They're horrible. But they'll get the wow. job done. Oh, yeah. You just, you, don't, you, you don't need more than one or two of those. Yeah. Probably oh. one. Honestly. Yes. Oof. Well, you might need more than one or two if... Um, you listen to this podcast. You listen to this podcast <laughs> so you should up. Also, in order to answer our sex question honestly... You may need to be opened up. We're going there. We are. Times two. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week off the air with yeah. our guest, uh, <laughs> Stephen. And if you haven't heard that episode, go listen to our episode with Stephen, STO, great LGBT uh, filmmaker, writer, producer. And great guest. He was fun. Yeah, he was really fun. We were talking about kissing cousins and like all the stuff. And that inspired the idea for this week's sex topic, which mm-hmm. is sex with twins? <laughs> Question mark. We already know where we stand on this, so we're not <laughs> going to spoil anything for you. Yeah, yes. Since we talked about the whole sex question last yeah. week off air. Yeah. 
Uh, but for you guys, you can go and uh, get get it on the poll on Twitter. You can go on Instagram. You can uh, answer the yeah. poll there. Any videos of twins, slide into our DMs. gladly watch. Yeah. Slide into our DMs, at mentions, all that stuff, of course, always. And we'll get to that at the end of the show. So you've got some time to think about it because, you know, I might have had a change of heart. Oh. All right, right. it's yeah, only been well, a couple of days and I so know. much has happened. I've been thinking about this. I'm so excited. <laughs> it is during alone time or not during alone well, time? <laughs> don't reveal it too much. Do you venture into the fun section of Pornhub? <laughs> 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 okay, because I just, yeah, I do think it's a little weird, but I think that's the, that's what most people are, if they're turned on by it, that's part of it. Because yes. it is so wrong. It's a taboo. It's a taboo. Okay, up front, I wanted to talk about something that is actually good in the world, and that is the Sesame Street built their newest theme park. It is... They have theme parks? Uh, yes, they have oh. different, like, play places and theme parks and no idea. stuff. It is the world's first autism-friendly Oh my god, I love that. Park. Mm -hmm. I was about to throw shade too, and I was like, no, let me withhold this, right? because I feel like something good's going to come I out I said of something story. good in the world, but you missed me this one thing. <laughs> it's like, I hate children. Yeah. Drew Bees has built that playground that included yeah. children, handicapped children mm -hmm. or um, differently able children, etc., which I think is super important as well. And this one, I would presume, of course, that they are going to have accessibility. But this one, for the autism front is so each ride is kind of rated on a scale of like how much you know stimulation yeah. there will be okay. because i guess the thing especially with kids who kids who have autism is like it can just be too much mm -hmm. when you have sounds and then you have like lights and colors yeah. and then you have things moving like they a little bit jarring they're yeah and even for honestly a child that doesn't have autism yeah going to a theme that park like a lot for me yeah exactly like i i kind of want to cry in a crowd sometimes. So uh, <laughs> so they have basically ratings on different rides, so you know if it's like within the spectrum that Cute. your child would you know, have, be good on this ride or not. Yeah. Uh, uh, kids with autism sort of need sometimes just to sit and be left alone. Yeah. And that's how they like process So it. do I. No shit. Oh. I call it a nap. Right. But, you know. <laughs> so they'll have all these spaces. Can I take a nap somewhere in this right. park? Because I don't want to go there. So they'll have all these spaces where, and it's just integrated into the park. So it's not as though it's a different section of the park. It's mm -hmm. not a special park. It's not anything other than just putting these features and functionality mm -hmm. into a park built from the ground up. That's awesome. How great is that? I hope other theme parks start doing that, you know, and have like spaces where... They should, yeah. but uh, another thing that theme parks should stop doing is scaring children. My fucking, <laughs> <laughs> my HR director and I were just fucking shit as usual. And she's like, oh my God, she's, I love her. She's so honest. Hey, Myrna, if you're probably not listening, hopefully. Yeah. Um, please don't. <laughs> please now. don't. I want to yeah. continue my job and I enjoy yeah. my promotion. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, she was saying that she took her kid to Disneyland mm -hmm. and um, they had... I haven't gone this much, so I'm just, I don't fucking even know how long. Yeah. Because I can't stand it. But she said that she loves her son, 
but she just wanted to tell him to be quiet and go away <laughs> during that entire trip. And then she took him on the Snow White ride, I guess it's a Snow White ride, and I guess it's terrifying. What? It's not supposed to be, but I guess it's one of the older rides, and like, oh, the divorce are all creepy looking, and like, yeah. her son started crying. And <laughs> wanted to get the fuck off, and then... He started crying, which said a domino effect. Other kids started freaking oh, no. out because they realized how freaky everything was. Oh, my God. Starts to bounce off the walls. You're, oh, yes. You're in, you're in a place behind that child, so your kid's like, holy shit, something's coming up. Yes. Like, they're anxious about it already. Dang. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense, though. Kids nowadays are, nowadays are used to smooth CGI and things looking all realistic and shit instead of have some creepy ass old animatronic dwarfs moving all oddly. True, but I mean, how many times, well, you don't go to theme parks that often, but how many times have you seen the kids crying when Mickey or Minnie even goes up to them? Oh, I did when I was a kid. I was <laughs> did all, you cry? Yes, because they are not that size on the fucking TV screen. No, they're fucking huge. They're not eight life. feet tall, but I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, I said it's something more my size it. at age nine. Yeah. Not something taller than my father, who's quite tall. Hopping out of somewhere with a no, looking like it looks like they could eat you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not fun. And then I saw the mesh in the mouth, and I saw the eyes from a human thing. Oh. So I thought he had ate someone. Oh my god. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Shit just got real. Shit just got real. I was like, no. So I'm such a scaredy cat as an adult. I'm very oh dumpy. Oh my god. I remember one time at the zoo they did Spider Man and the Green Goblin. Mm. And Spider Man actually like came down this wire and all this shit. And then they kind of like came around the crowd and they were like shaking hands. And um, I was really into it. So I was totally down for like shaking Spider-Man's hand but when the Green Goblin came around I was like I am not shaking your hand <laughs> and everyone was like you don't have to be scared I was like I'm not scared it's like he's a dick <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like him like he's an asshole yeah, I'm, I'm not, not shaking, his, shaking hand. his hand good for you <laughs> even as a child that was difficult <laughs> sass and shade at age 7 yeah pretty <laughs> much oh my god they're my parents had to know. Like, speaking of that zoo visit, I know there's a picture of me where it's like, my hair is just like, <laughs> you know, like for a child, like it was very like long and feathered back and, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, just, whew, God, someday. I remember dodging that bullet in middle school my mom was walking me to school or we were on a walk or something. She's like, babe, but my, my parents are very Southern, mind you. She's like, honey, are you sweet? I knew exactly what she was mm-hmm. asking too. And I was like, yeah, Mom, that's how you raised me. I'm a, I'm a sweet boy. I'm very polite. Knowing exactly what the fuck is it, she just let it go. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, nope, not today, Satan. Carry on. <laughs> I'm not doing this on this walk. It's supposed to be relaxing. When did you come out to your parents? Oh, God. When I was 21. Okay. I called... God, my mom's not as good as fucking Jeff. I called my mom... After I was rolling on fucking ecstasy, on the way home from a nightclub, feeling happy and free as can be, oh, calls my mom at one in the morning. <laughs> I have something to tell her. Of course, being the southern mom that she is, freaking out, why are you calling me at this hour? But I'm like, no, mom, I'm fine. I'm with friends, I'm heading home right now. I just want to let you know that I'm gay. <laughs> She's like, honey, it's okay, we've 
all known. <laughs> Would you like me to tell your father? And I was like, I'll talk to you tomorrow about that. <laughs> but I don't really mind. Yeah. And so she told my dad, and the next day she called, she's like, so I told your father. Yeah. He said he's known as well, and he still loves you. You're his son. And that yeah. was it. Easiest coming out ever. But, I, yeah, I was like, did I really just call my fucking mother mm-hmm. when I was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened. You know, liquid courage. Being 21. Being 21, whatever. Young buck. Two years ago. <coughs> Two years ago. <laughs> These kids come out so young now, and I feel like that's I really know. amazing. I didn't come out until after, well, like, officially after high school. Even though I definitely knew by the time I was, like, 15, 16. Yeah. And I was even hooking up with dudes when I was, like, you know, 16, 17 in high school, whatever. Um, but I didn't tell my parents until I was, like, out of the house and on my own. Mm. Because, I don't know, I didn't think that they would really have a huge problem with it. But knew that they didn't really understand it or mm-hmm. quite accept it or they just didn't get at it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, I remember after I came out, I saw books. Like, my mom had gotten some books on, you know, being the parent of a gay child and all this stuff. So, they definitely... God, the era of books. I know, right? Ugh. I was just (laughs) thinking the other day Uh, about how... Because now everything's like, hey, I'm outside, I'll be there in five minutes. Like, even when I I come here, I'm like, oh, I'll be there in ten, fifteen minutes, I'm in traffic, whatever. I remember the days, God, I'm dating myself, when I'd have to wait for my friends to honk outside. Mm-hmm. Or come and knock on the door to get me. Right. I'm like, that doesn't happen anymore. You don't sit outside in your car and honk. No. At all. Thank God, because that would, like, say, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. you know me and my, like, Oh, God, yeah, you're like a dog on the 4th of July. Yeah. How I were you, like, how were you yesterday I on the 4th of July? Swear. Were you, like, a dog, like, at the window yes. working and everything? Yes. <laughs> I swear I'm somewhere on the scale, actually, like, speaking of uh, fucking uh, autism, because I really have, like, a emotional reaction to sound. And I oh, he does. Heard, yeah. You should have seen the early days of this show. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it sounds fine. He's like, no, there's hissing yeah. in the background. I'm like, well, where? Yeah. Far in the background on this level. <laughs> at timestamp 32 minutes and 55 seconds. I hear there's a, a beeping. Pop. There's a beeping sound. Someone's backing up. <laughs> yeah, so. Mm. So that's how we all came out, y'all. <laughs> sure, you're coming out stories on our Twitter. Yeah, you should definitely send us your stories. Yeah, I only came out later, and I told my parents after I think they'd even met my boyfriend. Oh, okay. So it was like, they kind of knew the whole mm-hmm. deal and situation, and they were totally fine. With yeah. Me. You know. My parents met my first boyfriend, but they thought we were just friends. Well, yeah. Obviously, probably didn't. But it, you I'm know, like back, like you said, we're saying, kind of like back in the days, though, like you just, like, there weren't people who were out in high school. No. I don't remember, granted I went to a very small high school, but I don't remember kind of no. anyone. Uh-uh. I remember there being. Being out, like anywhere. My friend Josephine was an out lesbian, I remember, but that's always easier than fucking guys anyways. Yeah. That was just like because, a college thing. Because America. <laughs> yeah. But um, I remember the gayest, most flamboyant guy ever who was in ASB, prom committee, all that. God, Joey Pena. Clearly gay. Yeah. Everyone loved him though, yeah. but 
still pretend to be straight. Right. And we're like, boo. Right. That was a college thing. You went away to college, and then that's when you can experiment mm-hmm. with your sexuality. But, it's like, high school's over, now I can be right. Kids are, like, so grown now. I think about that a lot as far as, like, I mean, not that we're, like, so fucking old or whatever, but I feel like uh, the whole rash of shootings and shit, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember a few shootings when I was in school, but it wasn't, like, the constant basis of, yeah, you know, now. Well, it's, <laughs> where like, it's like every so instantaneous week. now as well. Right. It's like, and it's like, I, I mean, I it's good and bad, because, yeah. I mean, the media can't really hide anything. Right. you have people live streaming shooting yeah who knows maybe there were there were i don't think anything has changed to be quite honest i think that things are just more visible now because of technology yeah i don't remember being afraid for my safety Mm -hmm. and i you know like high school for me even though it wasn't the greatest time of my life or whatever like it's actually pretty terrible but i felt perfectly safe yeah you know and comfortable as far as like i mean I was myself and mm-hmm. ran around and do whatever the fuck I wanted to. So, I've always been an entitled bitch. But, <laughs> but yeah, I just wonder about that sometimes. Like, God, like there have been advances and I'm glad that kids can actually have like their high school relationships. Because mm-hmm. that's why a lot of gay men are very emotionally stunted. Yes. If they're in their like 20s and 30s or like 30s especially or upwards. is because they never, most of them never had that like childhood romance you know yeah and that and so it because they don't get to it until a later date yeah you know but really by the time until they're in their 20s or mid-20s mm-hmm. so i'm glad that kids can at least have those you know high school love yeah and, you know that's really important it's in your inspiring but there's other show where i'm like oh yeah i'm good <laughs> oh my god would you ever think like those movies where you trade places with a fucking teenager would you like Oh, would that God. be your worst nightmare, or would you... I think I would I'd be in fun detention with, that. with my mouth now. I would have <laughs> so much fun with that, because knowing now what I know now, like, oh, high yeah. school is meaningless. Yes. And I would just have so much fucking fun. I wonder how many idiots are raising, though, because with smartphones, we've oh, been able to look up answers and shit, and Google... <laughs> literally Google anything at... A, Kids were stupid in, back in the day. Yes. And, we, and that was when we had to look up answers and actually retain information. Now After it's the like... the answers were just on the back of the book. It's like, Siri, what is this yeah. equation? And then bam, it's right there. <laughs> oh, I got an A plus in math class. There's eight valedictorians. I'm like... Oh, my God. Yeah. Like in Apple Watches and shit. I mean, there are tons of ways to cheat now. So I got my motorcycle license. Because there's a YouTube video that has all the answers. of the five different versions. <laughs> Of the California State Motorcycle License Exam, the written exam. Oh my God! When I did, so my... I passed the written yeah. test the first time because I was like, I don't know yep. any of these answers. I was like, YouTube. I passed my written exam the second time because when I took mine, she circled the correct answers in front of me as she marked them wrong, and then gave me another test. <laughs> they didn't really care that much. They really don't. Me. There's too many. There's just too many people that are overwhelmed. There are. Like, whatever, like, just whatever. take your license. I don't want to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> the vodka has already made us trail off into all mm-hmm. sorts of places. And I'm already sweating far more than I want to. It's going to be a fun one, you guys. It will be. Okay, then we're definitely ready for Celebrity Shade. Yes. Lindsay Lohan. Do I need to say more? 
Nope. And end of topic. That's <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, if you guys didn't know it, even though she hasn't been acting lately, she... Probably she's got, been acting. She's I feel been like a, a businesswoman. Yeah, I feel like a businesswoman. <laughs> Do you have a businesswoman special? <laughs> she apparently has a couple of restaurant bar, beach bar, yeah, restaurant beach club things, things in Mykonos. Club. Yeah. Which... I'm guessing she just sold the rights to license her Has name. She, what are they called? Did, they're called Lohan. And they're apparently successful beach clubs in Mykonos. Do we, if we have any, any Greek listeners, if so, please send us your pictures. Oh, yes. Um, and also, let us know the tea on this because mm-hmm. there's got to be some wealthy investors. Oh, did you hear oh, about what, the that's rumor? That's what she and her whole family are good at, is actually they're like grifters. Yes. Is... Did you hear about the yachting situation, though? <laughs> Have you heard about yachting? Oh, my God. Yachting, I just learned about. There's been a rumor about her yachting for years oh now. God. What is this? You know how you have those celebrities that, like, maybe made a couple of movies? Mm-hmm. And they kind of go off the grid, but they always seem to have money and mm-hmm. be going on trips and whatnot. Kind of the straight version of... You know when gay guys are escorts and mm-hmm. they fucking are in Mykonos all the time? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yachting apparently is when women of some sort of stature and have a little bit of wealth mm-hmm. to them, or at least a name attached to them, go on these yachts with very influential and wealthy men and basically escort for them. But it's not like you're just some hooker. Right. Or escort, for lack of a better word. Yeah. You are someone with a title and a name. Right. And they will give you money for your ventures or for your lifestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so this is called yachting in the celebrity world. And there's a whole list of actors and actresses. Oh, I am sure there are. Because I know people get for residuals and whatnot. It's not like these people are on Friends or something that's like. Right. Apparently those bars are doing well. Well, so. now. Yeah, but... so she, is, she has gotten someone to finance her. Um, but, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like those those girls that like maybe film a B-movie every so often. Mm-hmm. You're like, there's no way in hell that they're affording all of this. Oh, of course But, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called yachting. It's like you're in the celebrity world, but... You need money. I love it. Right? I want a whole reality series about this. See, that, that I will watch. Yes. It is not difficult to make something look like it is really super successful. Yeah. Vanderpump Rules does that all the time. Uh-huh. Anyone will tell <laughs> you. Ain't that the truth. Neither Sir nor Pump is yeah. ever really going off. No. Like, they don't. Really like get Saturday it. nights, maybe, but what is it in fucking West Hollywood? Yeah, exactly. Like, no more than anything else. So, yeah, you can definitely kind of fake that. But she is apparently now that all this is going on, or at least the perception of which is going on, and probably someone she's yachting with is yes. going to pay for a reality series. Mm-hmm. Vanderpump Rules style. I mean, it's pretty damn smart, I'm not going to lie. It actually is. It is. Really <laughs> not going to lie. But you know it's all going to be like... You know, uh, Lindsay having such a hard time, you know, controlling find, these staff members. Help, you know, <laughs> this ridiculous shit like that. Right. Oh my god. What I'll watch just for the shit show of it all. 
Oh, you know it's going to be a mess, but... Oh, yeah. I'm all good for trash TV. Can't, I mean, you can't spell trash without Lindsay in no. Greek, so I've been told. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm sure there'll be other, like, low-level celebrity celebrity hangers-on. Oh, there'll be of a lot of... Yeah. Oh, my friend Tara Reed's coming into town. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you remember when they gave Tara Reed her own reality show? Life of Tara. Tara Dice. Was there not a Life of Terror either? There might have been a Life of Terror, but there was Terradice. When she went on all those islands and just Yes! Partied. It was like that, yeah, it was a, basically, she took, she took over that one E show back mm-hmm. when E, like, would have like... It's supposed to be like, what, Wild On or something? Yeah, and, and they would go to different like, destinations all across the world, and then all of a sudden, yes. Tara Reed was on there, and but they, it was her own show. And she was supposed to be show. the host, and they're like, actually, this is such a wreck, it needs to be its own Yes. Show. And they spun it off under, basically, her party hopping from... Island to island. Yes. And the the whole thrust of the show is, would be like, hey, where's the party? Like, what's the whole, whole show? What a life. Oh, so ridiculous. Why can't we do that? <laughs> Having a, a bar on a beach somewhere beautiful. That's a great little retirement spot. Right? And in Greece? Mm-hmm. All those men? Oof. All those literal Greek gods walking around. Oh. So, Lindsay, are you hiring? Right? <laughs> As we just discussed. Right. <laughs> we could both be bartenders. Yeah. I know all the bases. If you can't find Seth, I have management experience. Oh. I am my bar manager, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just plug our show yeah. on your show. Great. It's going to be perfect. Perfect. Lindsay, call us. You know, I saw her once at the Roxy. How was that? Um, you know what? She wasn't drinking. Okay. Or being like crazy or doing like anything remotely, you know. She's good for her. Yeah. Maybe she is sober. Who knows? She still ain't got the money to open up all those fucking beach clubs though. Mm, No. I am very curious about the whole thing behind that. Term of the week, yachting. yachting. You heard it here first. Get me in it. <laughs> we'll finally get the show sponsored. I know, right? Fuck that. Find me a virtual daddy. Yes. <laughs> I love all men. Um, okay, so I always feel weird when stuff gets published about people like after their death, like post, you know humorously yeah. and although it's always fascinating like all the stuff we found out about Prince and, yeah you know all these different things where it's really none of our business but apparently Anthony Bourdain um had his will read or something yeah his will was released I guess oh. that was very interesting to say the least so mm-hmm. he was estimated net worth at 16 million which these celebrity net worths can go up or down depending. I don't even know who even runs these websites or whatnot. It's on the shows you're on. Yeah, it's all just an estimated you know, network. Yeah. He you know. was on a lot of shows. And he, he had was. a lot of books, too. Yeah. Um, but, um, according to his will and official documents, he only had $465,000 in cash and another million in assets. That's it. $1.5 million total. Mm-hmm. That's not the interesting part. The interesting part to me 
was that he left the details. Yes, he left his cash <laughs> to his daughter, which that makes sense. Yeah. Um, left his assets to his now estranged wife because this will was before they were having issues. He never yeah. modified it, um, which is very important, by the way. Where do you keep four hundred thousand dollars in cash, by the way? I and mean, also if in you a have, couple of accounts. If you have okay, so just like you mean like liquid assets. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking like actual cash. No, it's not in a like, shoebox somewhere. In <laughs> a shoebox, it's like a closet. However, I do know some people with money that you have cash in a safe. Yeah. In their house, so you never know. It could be in a safe. He could have. X he amount of dollars in a safe somewhere. Yeah, that does yeah. happen. Um. But left his other assets to his estranged wife, which I thought was fun. Frequent flyer miles, which is interesting, which I would love to have that. Are you kidding me? Fly anywhere? Yes. <laughs> Do you know how many fucking miles? <laughs> yes. On Anthony Bourdain's frequent yes. flyer plan? Yeah. Hell yeah. And then some cars and, you know, a yeah. house or whatever. But he also had a million dollar outstanding mortgage. Hmm. But this is the interesting part. It said, in the event that his daughter was not alive at the time of his death, that his cash will go to the nanny. Like what? So where did he end up leaving her? That I don't know. I'm sure a slice of something. Yeah. But that was just odd. So leave my daughter a half million dollars in cash. But if she, for some reason, isn't around... To go to the nanny, not to my wife that I was in good standing with when I wrote this will. Like, hmm. Suspicious, right? It's a little weird. Like, it's I a little never weird. know what to make of that stuff. Uh, like, I know a couple right now that's going through this whole thing because they've been engaged now for a while. Yeah. And there's a prenup. Mm. that hasn't been, like, finished yet. And that's okay. what's actually holding up the wedding. Oh. It's also, like... Yeah, a little odd. Do you know? Yeah, you're like, oh, oh. Interesting. Okay, and that's yeah. what's holding things up. We're like, oh, that's who your is going to. Like, like I said, the things that we are become aware of after mm-hmm. that really are none of yeah, our it's business. it's very odd. I mean... Maybe they were going through problems during the time of the will, and he was like, you know what, let me get my daughter, or the nanny, because he raised her, or yeah, she Yeah, right. maybe her. it was someone he just wanted to, yeah, you know, and give, then you my, know, take care of. Maybe I'm thinking about leaving my wife, or, you know, something strained in the relationship, and, you know, yeah, she can have some assets, but it's right. going to come with some debt. Yeah. <laughs> and she can sell off some things if she's smart, and yeah. if she's not, then whatever. Could be as simple as that. I do know. But yeah, very odd the nanny. Do you have a will? I don't. I don't either. <laughs> I need assets in order to have that. Well. But <laughs> no, I actually do have money in an IRA, oddly enough. Yeah. A very good amount that I can't fucking touch. Well, that's probably a good thing. Yes, without getting taxed out the asshole, which is a very good thing about that. I'd be like, ballin'! Mm-hmm. Sure, we have a studio now, <laughs> and we have interns. <laughs> we got five. Like, we have all kinds of shit. I'm like, hi, I'm reporting from our personal pedicurist. <laughs> uh, I would have to put it all away from myself. I would have yeah. to. 
literally lock it away from myself. Because I would probably start doing stupid shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Drinking balls of Dom here on the show. <laughs> you know, that actually happens to majority of people who get a windfall yes. of money. Whether it's an inheritance, whether whatever, you know, they struck oil or fucking whatever. They just blow through it. It happens every year fucking during tax season. Oh, and usually that's only fucking a couple grand. <laughs> People are balling out, buying new cars all of a sudden. Yeah. And then three months later. Right? And what's so crazy to me is like we teach math growing up, but we never teach about um, like personal finances. No. We never teach about budgets. We I've always said, about, like, because my cousin was an NFL player for years. And got a bunch of money, and thankfully, our family was very, very financially knowledgeable about what to do with things, mm-hmm. and like, so he's good. Yeah. He, he <laughs> He's right still thing. good. He's yeah. not, he hasn't played in years, but he's still great. Um, but I don't know why these teens don't get financial advisors locked into these NBA, NFL, baseball oh, yeah. contracts, because you have these young kids coming fresh out of college. Right. Who have now multi-million dollar contracts, and the majority of them just go broke. Oh yeah, because it's like, oh, I'm fucking twenty years old, and I'm I'm hot, and everyone thinks I'm great, and I'm just gonna buy these bottles. Who cares? And they buy a big house. Yeah, they're never in because they're on exactly tour all the time or whatever. You know, and then they break an ankle or something, and they can't fucking work. (laughs) So interesting to me how it's almost a whole other. You know what I mean, Mm -hmm. like treating your yourself sort of like a business learning how to navigate all those different things it's it's very um and when when people are really rich and like steven was talking about in the last episode about like oh well then if you're making so much money you just have like a company that it goes to yeah and then you have like and the company is basically just in name only. And exactly. And, and I actually, what's funny is I actually have, you can see right there, City of LA, I have a company. Mm-hmm. Because for my personal training and all that stuff, like that's how I, you know, at tax time, kind of like write everything yeah. off and whatever. So, I mean, I'm not making stupid money like that. But it's, it's this whole other yeah, realm whole of other stuff situation. you do not learn mm-hmm. at all yeah. in school. No. At all. That's stupid. So you know what else is stupid but also really funny is Twitter is just the, like, it keeps getting. So James Woods. <laughs> Let me bring up these receipts. James Woods, who, by the way, is a very creepy old man and who has apparently made a lot of sexual advances towards very young actresses yes. in Hollywood over the years. Is also very outspoke, outspoken, curmudgeon, and is just always saying like horrible things. And mm-hmm. well, via Twitter, his agent dumped him. <laughs> yep, Ken Kaplan <laughs> sent out a tweet and an email, obviously to make it official. That said, it's the Fourth of July, and I'm feeling patriotic. <laughs> I don't want to represent you anymore. I mean, I could go on a rant, but you know what I'd say. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess he's been going off about his own political views lately that mm-hmm. has also upset him. That was kind of the last straw amongst yeah. all the allegations and whatnot. Well, he's also a hardcore conservative yeah. Republican who has kind of drank the Kool-Aid and, you know, is sort of saying stupid, crazy shit. And yeah. Just being very combative. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with political affiliation or your moral beliefs or your this, that, or the other. I just think you're an asshole. That's yeah, really what it that's is. Just that. So... I guess we won't be seeing James Woods <laughs> around. And honestly, that's fine. Right? Meh. <laughs> we don't really care. Yeah. Also on Twitter, Amber Heard thought she was making a really funny joke. God. But was, you know, probably being kind of racist. Yeah. So, more receipts. So, this bitch tweets... <laughs> Just heard there's an ICE checkpoint in Hollywood, a few blocks from where I live. Everyone better give their housekeepers, nannies, and landscapers a ride home tonight. I'm sure she meant it as an anti-Trump tweet, but girl. Yeah, it's just a girl, little, like... like to too... sum this up, my friend Barrett sent me this. Hey, Barrett, if you're listening, he sent me this earlier. My, he said, do you ever... What the fuck, white people, even though you're a white people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I absolutely do. I like, might... that's something funny you might say to your friends. Yes, that's kitchen table talk. Mm-hmm. That's kitchen table talk. Like, that's it. Oof. Yeah. Not getting a lot of a lot of love for that. I was trying to even think what she was in. She was in that Friday Night Lights... That's where she's from. Yeah, she's and like Johnny Depp's ex. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that household. Ugh. Could you imagine? Oh. Like, he's such trash at this point, and now she's proving to be trash as well. I'm just like, I'm team nobody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's also like, I guess you think you're making a joke, you're being funny, or like you said, maybe being, you know, like, resist, you know. Yeah. But it's also just, just no where, no. where has the taste meter gone, you know? It's just like, it's no, gone haywire no one has any fucking tact anymore, so, yeah, God. Speaking of not having any fucking tact... And I know it's a paycheck, and I know she's an actress, and I know someone cast her in it, and I know it's not actually her fault. Yes. But Scarlett Johansson is set to play a transgender man in her next film. And what I think people are pissed off about more than anything is, like, if there already aren't enough opportunities for trans actors to get like creds to their name at all Mm -hmm. so of course if you're doing a big budget film who are they gonna cast someone no no but a a female to play a transgender man is very insulting Mm -hmm. to the transgender community because a transgender man is a man if you're gonna cast a cisgender actor just cast a man yes 
to play the role and not Scarlett Dan Johansson. People just want to be represented. They just want to be able to be and be respected and, you know. But this also isn't the first time Scarlett Johansson has said yes to a check. That's a very weird situation because she was also in that ghost in a shell. Yep. In which the character she played, at least in the original version, was Asian. Yes. And, you know, they said she kind of whitewashed mm-hmm. the role. And again, she didn't produce the movie or cast herself in it. Yeah. But, uh. Just uh, why? Like. <laughs> Sensitivity. Uh, I think she's just in it for the check. Absolutely. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, it does just seem a little disrespectful. Like I said, if you're gonna cast a man or a, a, a someone to play a transgender man, and it's going to be an established actor, and since there, I can't think of any established male transgender actors. At least cast a man, then, for the role. Yeah. Come on. Just a mess. (laughs) I saw some people commenting that it might be, you know, she might be playing during a part of the transition, this, that, the other. I was like, "Mm." Whatever, I don't care. No one's going to watch it anyway. It's going to be another big flop. I'm definitely not watching it. (laughs) It's just going to be a big flop. Like, just no. This is the most we'll be talking about it is right here. That and the fucking Black Widow movie. Oh, I want yes, I know Black Widow. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, that, that's the girl she, that that's who she plays, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I am kind of all about the Black Widow movie, but less I'm and glad less. You are. I mean, less and hey. less <laughs> with Scarjo. I think I'm, she's I'm, making I'm, I'm some weird choices. Fucking scissor kicks, but okay. Yeah, I think she's making some weird choices here. I don't know, girl. Yeah. Girl. I'm good. I mean, you need a new agent, girl. Yes. You know. Maybe your manager needs to be replaced. Some. Did you hear about this? Was blowing up all over the fucking place on social media. Was BB Rexa? Yeah. She's what, what about her? Like a country star, singer. She's pop. Pop star. <laughs> well, apparently the final four from RuPaul's Drag Race were going to introduce her at some something uh-huh. where she was singing. And she had apparently seen them. They were totally, according to her, very cold to her and did not say anything and did not really acknowledge her. And so oh. she tweeted about this. Mm-hmm. And were like, uh, yeah, I met the, the final four from Drag Race and let me tell you, they were cold as fuck. Oh. And then Aquaria went on... I stopped reading after like... Nine tweets, you know, of like, we don't owe you anything, or like, we didn't recognize you, or like, we didn't know who you were, to being like, we don't owe you being nice, to like, it was so all over the place that I just had to stop reading. Okay. And, uh, the, the little pop star, baby, she only made a few tweets, and she was actually responding to them like, yeah, well... This is how it was. So. Yeah. And then, uh, who was it? Uh, Eureka actually, I guess, had said hello to her and hugged her. Like, out of, yeah. out of the four, she was the one that had. Okay, so I can reach her. out. And 
she was just like, it doesn't really matter if you, you know, recognize someone or not, you know, mm-hmm. like just to be courteous and acknowledge people. Yeah, blah, which blah, is blah, true. Blah. <laughs> and it just was kind of watching it all play out or reading the tweets. She was like not having it. <laughs> she was just <laughs> not having it. And of course, like I said, Aquarius would have the whole diatribe. Yeah. I don't think anyone read that whole thing, but... <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, ooh, rude. Well, she's been known to speak her mind about things. Mm-hmm. Um, she's had a weird road in pop music. She's co-written a lot of big tracks. Okay. And she just had her album come out, which is doing fairly well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she had an issue with Rihanna last year. Oh. But for good reason. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. So, the song Monster with Rihanna and Eminem. Yeah. We all know that song. You know the song? Yeah. Yes. So that was BB's song. Oh. So Eminem people contacted her and was like, oh, we love this chorus of your song. Do you mind if you use it for an Eminem song? Obviously, pay you. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Cool. Signed off on it. Awesome. So then her manager's like, yeah, they want to use some of your vocals for the artist that's going to be singing mm-hmm. the chorus. And she's like, please don't let them use my vocals. You know, right. like... Yeah, I wrote I wrote it, that's fine. Take my words, don't have these my vocals because I know what this is. Someone's gonna be lip syncing over my vocals is right. what it is. Well, it's Rihanna. And if you know the song, yeah. right after the chorus ends, there's a thing. There's a whole vocal thing with a lot of ooze going mm-hmm. on that are very, very high pitched. That's what they took and they were BB Rex's vocals. Because Rihanna can't sing that high. Which is no shade to Rihanna, but that's just the truth. Yeah. So she's been very transparent about this, and the internet turned against her last year, saying that she said that Rihanna can't sing, and she's like, no, that's not what I said. I said, I didn't, like, she's like, I didn't even know that Rihanna was even going to be singing the song. I knew that another artist was going to be singing, and they were asking for my vocals for a reason, because she does background vocals on that song, Right. and they spliced her vocals in with Rihanna's, and Rihanna's lip syncing to her vocals that she's not singing in this video, and on tour, and everything else. And if your voice is going to be on the song, then you should... Be getting paid additional money. Oh, yes. You you did that. So... There's that, yeah. Um, and then also, when Britney and G-Eazy did that performance at the VMAs two years ago, doing Make Me, um, they did a mashup of her song. She did that Me, Myself, and I hook on his song mm-hmm. that Britney redid for that performance. And she said she loves Britney, but she thought that G-Eazy would have at least let her know. Oops. Because she was in the audience, and right. then she just hears her, like, her song yeah. being sang by Britney Spears that was not cleared... And she's like, I don't want any money. She's just like, she's like, it was fine because I got to, she's like, I love Brittany and I got to take pictures with her afterwards and meet her for the first time ever. So all is forgiven. She's like, but on his part, you'd think that right. a text would be like, hey, by the way, we're going to throw this in in our performance. The music industry is so It's so shady. shady. It's shadier than it, our fucking show. It really <laughs> is. It really is. And I mean, I, I know that Hollywood is just shady all around, you know, like from yeah. the, the casting couch and all this stuff. 
but I have just never heard of more of a basically criminal empire. Oh than yeah, the recording industry. I feel like everything, like TVs and movies, because you're visually seeing someone. That all that's just behind the scenes. Right. Music, you're hearing something. Yeah. And a lot of things may sound similar, so it's easy just to do something and have no one think anything twice about it. Right. But, well, I mean, so much shit goes on behind yeah. movie sets, too. But, I was like, so I'm always like, damn, poor girl. Like, give her a I bone. Know, give her a break. Like, God. I like, never even heard of her until Yeah, she's this. written so many songs. She's like one of those where, like, you've never really mm-hmm. heard of her, really. Well, that's what Gaga was doing before she... Yeah. Busted out, mm-hmm. so she was writing all those Pussycat Doll songs yeah. and stuff. And then fucking, like, Kesha, who was on that Flowrider song, You Spin Me Around, mm-hmm. was never credited as a vocalist doing that whole fucking chorus. It's horrible, like, how you just take someone's voice and work they did in the studio and then never pay them or give them credit for it. I'm just like, come on. Or how are you, as another recording artist, feeling lip-syncing to someone else's voice? Right. That's the, I don't know, to me, like, uh, that says a lot about I mean, you. That says a lot about you. Yeah, and she said it very sweetly, too, because she was like, she was like, I remember when Rihanna, because she was like, look, I know that, like, it's hard in this industry, and when, when Rihanna was coming out, she had, like, her first big hit, like, first album, but then she kind of, like, faltered. You know, and there's all this circulation about her buying her second hit SOS on her next album and, like, going kind of in debt because kind of paying to make the dream happen. She's all... So I would just kind of, you know... And she just said, like, I... When she recorded that song, because it's her song, she just said, yeah, like, I knew that whoever's going to be singing the song probably couldn't hit these notes in the way that I'm doing it because it was written by me for me. And it's a very high, specific vocal that just isn't common. And she was going to go to some pop artists, which is fine, but... I mean, we all knew that wasn't Rihanna anyways. I mean, but... clearly. Yeah, at least, <laughs> give, at least give the girl some credit. And yes. people were kind of dragging her, like, oh, well, you know, I haven't heard of you until now, until you're throwing shade at, you know, blah, 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 RuPaul's. Which, uh, God, as much as I love RuPaul, and I think Drag Race is fucking great, and all that stuff... The fact that four men who put on dresses and move their mouths to other people's songs are essentially more famous than someone who has written yes actual music that you all know, but you don't know that it's her writing it. Like plays it and sings <laughs> it, and has had her shit stolen from her. Yes, the fact that <laughs> she is the one that's unknown. That's what's wrong with America, right? Oh, one more thing for Celebrity Shade, and also dealing with music. Justin Timberlake released the song of the summer. I miss this. At least according to him when he says it's the song of the summer at the beginning of the song. Soulmate, which is a total departure from his sort of country-ish... Oh, his Mayo of the Woods? Yeah, Man of Mayo of the Woods. (laughs) Whatever the fuck that was. That came out earlier this year. Yeah, it was a few months ago we were just shading that. And he's already dropping new music. Can he just drop out the face of the earth? That'd be great. That's too much to ask. Did yeah, you hear the song? How's that tour going, by the way? <laughs> I couldn't yeah. resist, sorry. I have not heard the song, no. I refuse to listen to him anymore. Just no. Hmm. 
Nah. It's pretty basic. I figured. <laughs> Considering the source. It's kind of like if you're, it's a song of the summer if you're going on like some kind of Caribbean cruise where they'll probably be playing it all summer. <laughs> I'm good, I'll pass. This week we have a very quick <laughs> nerd news. Did you know the guy from Jar Jar Binks? That was like a very sad intro. Did you know the guy that played? Because <laughs> usually nerd news is my favorite, and this week it's sad. The guy that played Jar Jar Binks mm -hmm. says that the backlash made him suicidal. He actually was uh, beaten up so much by not only by fans of Star Wars, but because the character was so hated and everyone mm -hmm. made such a fucking big deal out of it, he basically ruined his career as well. Yeah, he had nothing to, you know, fall back on or. No, I totally believe it. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen an, an interview with, with him maybe a few years ago, and he seemed very upbeat about the situation. But it was, uh, yeah, he said he's proud of his work. Like mm -hmm. he came there to do a job. Right. I mean, like, and you can't get mad. It's like, blame the studio. You don't just hop in there and, hey, I'm just going to be this voice actor. and do, Like, no, you go through auditions and screenings and mm -hmm. many, many of suits are proving you, approving you, approving you. He did his job. Right. That's their fault for creating a horrible fucking character. And <laughs> not asking him to change up his delivery or just switch to a different voice or whatever, I mean. And some people like the character. There yeah. There are actually plenty of people who said that they like the character. There, It definitely is a character that appeals to much younger mm. audiences, especially kids, you know, really young kids. Like, really young. Um, <laughs> they're amused by him. Yeah. You know, so it's like... Like you're saying, there's there's definitely maybe a reason why he was there because absolutely it's a family film. You have a yeah. range of. Did you ever hear about? Oh my God, speaking of nerd shit, did you ever hear about the Jar Jar Binks, like Dark Lord, conspiracy? Like, Wait, what? Theory? No, huh? Okay, there's this whole. I'm not very well versed on this, so just theory. Speak very layman terms to me. <laughs> Well, Jar Jar appears in what are the, essentially the prequels mm -hmm. to the original films. Okay. And in that series, there's a lot of mystery as to who the bad guys are, mm. like who the Dark Lords are, like who the, you know, the Sith really are, and all this stuff. And there's a theory that Jar Jar actually is like one of the most or the most powerful Sith Lord. And mm. that he was using his speech and mannerisms to, you know, just throw people off. Yeah. Um, thinking that. And he actually used mind control over Anakin to turn him oh. evil and make him think that Obi-Wan and... Um, well, that's fascinating. Yes. But it's a fan fiction of course. theory, and it's not something that has yeah. been remotely acknowledged by the studio. That'd be Although, cool, I though. think this actor has, uh, what's his name? Um, I'm at best? I don't know. Yeah. 
My black guy, like Cheery, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think he's kind of spoken about it, and uh, it's sort of this interesting that mm-hmm. for people who did actually appreciate Jar Jar or kind mm-hmm. of liked him, there's this whole like sub theory about him yeah. being this little cold you know, following. Yeah. So. Interesting. Interesting enough. Huh. But also, what does that tell you about sort of the current state of fandom where, you know, something that you enjoy or you have fond memories of is then sort of maybe misinterpreted or, you know, rebooted in a way that you like or, you know, they're killing your childhood. Mm-hmm. But is it, does it have to, does your, is it so important for you to like destroy someone's whole career and their life right. and crush them, like, follow oh my them God. and tell them how terrible they are? Like, is that Nerd really fandom necessary, is great, you know? yet horrible at the exact same time. Right, it's so I think intense. any kind of standom is horrible. Like, they're always the extremist of whatever they're being a fan of. And it's, you know, to us, it seems so, it's so out of the grasp of reality, not having to deal with that, Mm -hmm. but being in a situation where you are that person and you're the one getting that attention, seeing it whenever you go online or seeing it at conventions or not going to conventions because because, people will accost you or, you know, feeling like you can't be... Yeah. It's That's crazy. Terrible. Well, the fucking Pink Power Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson, the original one, Kimberly, there was backlash from her never attending cons. Uh-huh. And she's the most successful actor out of them all. She's gone on to do TV shows and series and whatnot and has always been working ever since then, mm-hmm. where the other ones have kind of not, and they've kind of relied on cons and yeah. gotten regular jobs or whatever, so to speak. And she came out two years ago, maybe three years ago. To address the situation, and she said, look, I appreciate you guys, totally do, mm-hmm. but the amount of creepy emails I get, and the one time I did try to attend a con, and, because it was pervy guys lusting after the pink ranger, it wasn't right. like, right. oh, there's Tommy, oh, there's the red ranger, right. like, you know, like, she was the hot girl ranger, mm-hmm. the yellow ranger's dead. And people were just fucking creepy about it. I mean, yeah, like, she got weird emails, like, saying, I can't wait to see you, and, like, all this creepy shit, like, not a normal fan email, but, like, a, this is a cause to be concerned Mm -hmm. for my safety email, and I'm a five foot one female with no security around me, and, like, no, I'm not gonna attend these conventions where someone could possibly... She's gonna get kidnapped. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's... A weird situation. Mm-mm. Yeah, stands and these. Yeah. When you're so I close mean... to being with, so- like, you know, in front of someone, uh-huh. like, it can be a great thing or it can turn the opposite. And I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, she came out and said that's why I don't. And she did her- attend her first con, I think, maybe like a year ago or something like that. But. Oh. But yeah, she's like, this is why I haven't done this because. And cons weren't that huge, huge. I mean, you know, they've been growing in popularity, but it wasn't a. I feel like a con where probably the Power Rangers would have gone. I mean, granted, they could have gone to Comic Con and stuff like that, but 
probably the ones especially are like the real fan cons where it's like a Power Rangers con and that's where the real fucking freak Uh like even though I really really love the leading con it's super great and I everything very specific I have such a great time every year but there's definitely like they are the geeks they are intense yes and I love it great I haven't seen every Whedon thing ever sorry but it is very 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 like intense and you almost like have to I mean I don't say have to watch what you say but it's like you I will see say where the people online like, who are extra are yes, now in front of you right but it's <laughs> like yeah when you're in an environment like that like for example like being a Buffy lover you know being harsh on Xander for example oh and this happens to um Slayerfest the the podcast uh-huh because they are pretty hard on Xander it's people are like you, you know, you need to be nicer to Xander, and I'm not going to listen to this podcast anymore, because, like, then don't listen to the podcast. How do we have so many fucking downloads? I know, right? We're mean to everybody. True. We're universally mean. True. But yeah, it's like, so stuff like that, we're like, oh, shit, I just don't want to get into an argument about this. Yeah. Because I appreciate it. Have your fandom. Let me step away. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just step away. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. I can really kind of turn around and bite you in the ass. Uh-huh. Have you ever been in a situation where you saw someone or were, like, getting something signed or, like, were just sort of someone that you really admired or appreciated or whatever and then, you know, you had that, like, experience with them or something? Like a weird experience? No, just any kind of... Just where you were, like, fucking nervous and probably geeked out, you know? Yeah! I mean, I met Britney Spears when I was... 16, her first tour. And I was super fucking nervous because yeah. I was 16. And that's her first album, and I was like, oh my god, I love this person. And you're probably just, like, jello the whole time. Well, yeah, I mean, like, my... <laughs> well, my dad's... I think I've told the story before. My dad's friend's um, wife was... My dad's friend's wife's son was her booking agent. Okay. So literally the last minute I came home from school, about to do homework, and she's like, do you want to go to the Britney Spears concert in LA? And I'm like, sure. Thanks, Queen. Of course. Oh, we also had Best patches uh, Passes. We oh. came in, I think the concert had been gone for like 20, 30 minutes because we were in, in traffic. Such last minute situation. But yeah. I got to actually sit backstage with her and... Not even like a meet and greet, because that wasn't even a thing back then. It was, uh, she literally just, I was part of the crew, basically, and we talked for like 10, 15 minutes Mm -hmm. about teenage shit. Yeah. And I played it off very, very well, but I was inside. (laughs) My 16-year-old self was like, holy shit, I'm speaking to the first celebrity I've ever met in my entire life. This is really, really weird. Uh, Okay, but totally normal. Yeah. Made me feel very at ease. We were just joking about fucking, I think, algebra or something so basic and stupid you wouldn't imagine I, a celebrity even you know, talking it's funny about it. Because I actually forgot how fucking young she was when she was doing all that shit. Yeah, first album, she was she 16. Was 15, 16. Yeah, she was 15 when she recorded, I think. Yeah, she recorded right? 15. I think album was like 16, 17. Yeah. The album was out. So yeah, and she's, yeah, I was 16, she was 17, I think. Yeah, and it was just a normal teenage conversation, which is weird because it was mm-hmm. like she didn't even know. 
And now looking back, it's like, right, you're like, wait, you don't even I, know what I the I hell it was even. Yeah. No, it was like you didn't know what the hell was even in store for you. Right. Oh God. Yeah. That was a that's the weird thing looking back. Yeah. Cause it was like, oh, so here's your play date. Right. <laughs> Talk for fifteen minutes about something. It's like, oh God, I'm so tired. It's so hot. Like, this fucking lights are just so hot. And her accent's so fucking thick in person. <laughs> like, it's uh, not the... Right. There's, there's... Well, I'm sure back then it was really thick, too. Oh, it's know? still really thick Is when it? she's not in interviews. That's the weird thing. She's very media trained. Yeah. It's country. Like, my mom's talking. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Typically, when people have more of a country accent you for some reason are sort of thought of as less intelligent mm -hmm. just because it's a slower manner of speaking it is a and there slang, is a twang a and yeah words are drawn out in certain ways yeah and there's just sort of this misconception so that makes sense to me That's yeah funny. no it's very yeah it's yeah her actual like interview voice is and her speaking voice kind of like Paris Hilton is a lot lower. Right. It's it's, it's an yeah. affected voice. I mean, yes. it's like her singing voice isn't even her real singing voice. Like that that's <laughs> oh, all that everything's her pitched up. Career. Everything is just pitched up to be more Americanized. But no, like it's it's yeah, like it's very southern, very twangy. Like yeah, I can't remember what we even really talked about. I was so in awe, but I remember talking about algebra in school yeah. and. What, what our grades were and she played basketball and she was oh I, I think I can remember what position what, she talked a lot about basketball mm -hmm. I think she did basketball in her first video as well yeah it was just that dance in school and how our days were and I'm like I just got out of school right now to be my homework <laughs> and I'm here to meet you she's like yeah I had like class earlier and that do the show like, it was really fun, though. Like, it's so weird, like, being in front of so many people. <laughs> just, like, this is a normal conversation, but you're, yeah. like, this giant pop thing that's just starting out mm -hmm. at this point. She was huge from the drop, though. The drop, It wasn't yeah. like she had a song that... Didn't Kinda quite did okay. hit, and then in the big song, it, it was, was like hit after hit after from hit. From the moment she yeah. hit, did her first, this is number first one single and number one album at the exact same time. It was huge. And that album went diamond, which is Massive. I think only maybe twenty five people have ever done. It's like, pfft. yeah, she just went. I mean, I literally remember one day not knowing who Britney Spears was, and then the next day, day she being was like everywhere. It's <laughs> like there like, no. I think I might, forward, even, eight I might years. have even heard the song after I knew who she was. I heard the song before, and I was instantly hooked, and I mm -hmm. had a total different, and this is the funny part, talking to people who like actually was up, were adult-ish, or teenagers, like at the time, mm -hmm. you know when you like hear a song, and you're like, you have a vision of how someone will look? Yeah. I thought she was going to be like brunette, and maybe like mulatto or latin or mm. something and my friend thought that she was black which is funny because back in the day and this sounds funny for everyone but do your research r&b music the girls had very tinny whiny voices mm -hmm. think maya there was think the r&b group total like that was kind of the thing 3lw all of them like it was a very 
tinny but soulful. There were runs, there were belts, but it was very much a. Yeah, it was like a, almost like a vocal raspy. Yes, and it was like always very up there. Yeah, it was like very whiny chipmunky type of a voice that was selling at that point in time. <laughs> to be quite honest. So they all did it. So they literally all did it. Not only that, but me being the fucking studio person here, it's easier to record that. Mm-hmm. You make less mistakes when you're singing out of your nose. It's not a guttural situation. It's not a throaty, soulful belt or whatever. There's no... Well, because you're not holding anything for that long. Yeah, and even if you are, the placement of it all just kind of comes out on key. And there wasn't, like, massive auto-tune back in the day. So it was like, whatever you heard was that with some reverb on it Mm -hmm. and played over a track and maybe triple-tracked. And that was all you had to make yourself sound listenable. It wasn't a, oh, you sound shitty, let's just, like, plug this <laughs> right. fucking plug-in. I think you can literally hear in almost every song now. Oh, I mean... Now that I even, know even, even what to listen for... Even the singers that can sing their asses off... Mm-hmm. It's, Get auto-tuned. Yeah, you're because auto-tuned. I, you're it's, so used to hearing people sound like a robot now. Oh, yeah, that is just... Sound, if you don't sound like a robot, you're like, oh, this person can't sing. It's like, <laughs> no. It's like, <laughs> actually, what... I mean, but it's also a testament of what... The times are now. People aren't buying music. People have time to spend time in the studio mm-hmm. redoing take after take after take after take. People don't have artist development to where before you'd hear an artist and things were on point for the most part. Oh, and yes. they were ready with their show and everything else because that was artist development. Hey, you want to do this? Cool. I mean, like like Brittany has an interview saying she wanted to be Elisa Loeb mm-hmm. doing alternative music because her voice is deeper and raspier mm-hmm. and... Well, her she, real singing voice. Her real singing voice, yeah. but she's like, she's like, and then this pop thing happened, and then yeah, because you know, someone was like, no, you can't say that. Um, yeah. Like we'll add this in there, like oh, so I'm in, I'm inspired by Otis Redding and Lisa Loeb. <laughs> yeah. But this is the music that I really want to be doing. Smile and cut. <laughs> but people don't have time to be in the studio for long hours anymore. Right. Because now people are downloading and exactly. people are. And it's kind of, if you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. That's why there are so many artists on stage that don't look polished. Because it's not their fault. It's just, it's really our fault for downloading everything and not, now it's a little better with streaming, getting yeah, more money. Yeah, no, I'll agree with you. Like, when you watch a show, like, for example, American Idol, and I can only refer back to some of the, like, original, like, classic seasons, mm-hmm. where you do watch someone who, granted... Kelly had already had a record contract, mm-hmm. and so had Justin, but they still weren't seasoned. Yeah, I know. And having to memorize a song and go out on a stage and perform that and you're song like, that that's day, this, 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 and that, and then do it again the situation. next day, and then come mm-hmm. back and learn a new song, and then learn two new songs, and then the the whole that's process. a whole another situation. Yeah. So it's like you're learning on the fly, and then then you hone it in. Like that's why Beyonce is. One of the most amazing performers. Yep. Even though, again, she does do all the same routines and yes. every single time. She, because she has been on tour. Oh, yeah. It's for rep- like the it, last it's repetition, 15 years. It's muscle memory. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like anything in life. Practice makes perfect. In. Yeah, yes. but these kids nowadays, I don't know how they fucking do it. It's like things so auto tuned because you don't have time to right, have a bad day. Not even that you can't sing, it's that you are having a bad day. Mm hmm. A bad vocal day. Maybe you have laryngitis. Maybe you drank too much last night. Or maybe you're... It's 
the environment isn't okay and you're it's moggy that day and your voice can't hit this note you could hit perfectly last night or you're nervous before you'd have take after take after take after take and they'd spice that in now it's like so go in here right a few takes and then whatever the we can't one do time you get it we'll just repeat that 15 times yeah and then we'll throw some auto-tune <laughs> on it <laughs> throw some reverb triple track that and it'll be fine it, it'll be great yeah you could literally it's a whole process like it's yeah, it's just not the same as it used to be. This is the dating ourselves episode, by the way, guys. If, you have, if, <laughs> oh, if you're just sitting in, feel so old. It's the heat. So I feel so old and so. It honest. is. <laughs> I was going to say the one time I really geeked out over, and I, 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 you know, I feel like I have fair criticisms of things, and I know I probably say things that like, in the moment, are funny to me, and then later on probably do seem cruel, but. <laughs> You know, it all comes from a place of love. I, I, I've never, you know, been so upset about something. Like, I've, I've never bashed Jar Jar yeah. so much. Although there were a few things with Jar Jar there. I was like, stupid. Like, bitch, really? But I remember meeting one of my, like, comic crushes. His name's John Byrne. He's an artist. I probably, if I were to whip out a drawing right now and like draw something he probably is the the artist who taught me how to draw the most mm-hmm. because i would emulate his style of movement he had a really good way of drawing characters no matter what setting they were in they looked like their character oh that's awesome so even if it was just a silhouette it yeah. looked like and he also did like fantastic four so it was like and he did x-men he did yeah. like all these really classic books and and just had such a way with the characters and his backgrounds are amazing so like elaborate backgrounds where so many artists just sort of leave the backgrounds open and they mm-hmm. just copy them in or they only have a few spots where the things in the background make a difference like it was like a tv show in the yeah. background versus you know just some colors. yeah so Blue. i really really liked him he was also be- he also was a writer because when he was doing x-men he started Contributing to the plots of X-Men, and speaking of Shade, as the story goes, Chris Claremont, who is pretty much credited with being the most masterful X-Men writer ever, Mm -hmm. was plucking some of his best ideas from his artist, John Byrne. He pulled a Beyonce in the comic book world? Yes. At least according to John Byrne. So he kept oh. saying, like, fans at conventions would come up to him and be like, oh, my God, you know, I love this, you know, thing that's going on with the X-Men right now, this, this, that, and the other. And he'd be like, yeah, that's mine. Wow. You know, but not get writing credit for it. Yeah. So then he was like, if I'm going to do a book. That's so annoying. I'm going to write it, too. Good so he would only draw books yeah. that he could write. Good for him. Which also, like, kind of was like a lesson to learn as well. Yeah. Right? I mean, A, in being a diva, but also knowing your fucking worth. If that's true, Absolutely if his, some true. of his best ideas were plucked and used by somebody else yep. without giving him credit at all. Mm-hmm. So, I met him once at a convention. <laughs> I made him sign something. No, I made him sign two different things, but at two different times during the day. <laughs> because I wanted to, like, talk to him. Because I, yeah. I had actually sent him, 
he was doing this book at the time called Next Men. It was oh. a very good series, by the way. And I don't know. I just I wanted to like talk to him about it, but I had no. I could not verbalize. Yeah. What I even wanted to say. So like the first time I had him sign something, and then I went and bought. You not verbalized really? I know, right? I'm shocked. I bought another book of his just to go have him just to have him sign. Look at you. <laughs> Supporting, good for you. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just thought he was, you know. It's always good when you like meet someone that you're inspired by. Yeah. It's all looking like me. Well, he also definitely was not into me. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was very okay. much like he did not engage me at all yeah. and it wasn't like i had a bad experience meeting him yeah and i had always heard that he was kind of a diva so i hadn't expected to like connect with him on some level but he definitely was not the kind of person that engaged yeah his fans very just paint by numbers like hi bye thank you so much and, and you know what uh, i get that too if you're just someone who wants to sit at home and fucking draw and write and do your thing and you know you don't want to be around you don't want yeah. to be around those weirdos who are like and you know do you know the x-men 273 yeah. <laughs> supposed to be like come on right yeah so i'm sure he's heard a lot of that shit too so I get that totally, but I'm, I, I, um, A, I was super awkward about it, but I also just feel like when you hear about people like, ooh, you know who I hear is really good with her fans is Ariana Grande. Yeah, she is. I she heard is. she is just yeah. so amazing with fans when she mm -hmm. meets them and taking pictures yeah, with she's them amazing, and talking to them yeah. and like ask them questions, like spends mm -hmm. more time. time than is even allotted on the schedule where they're like, you know, tapping watches and telling her to go and she's like not yeah. paying attention. So I'm like doing a lot So I do love to hear to hear that and see when people are, you know, because cause sometimes you just sort of dork out and you can't really Yeah. Really it happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for the sex question of the week. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was two for a reason. Uh, someone asked me if I had a twin because I literally posted a side by side <laughs> on Instagram asking if you would have sex with twins. That's hot, sex with twins, or not. So far on Instagram, 76% guess. Alright. Said yes. 100%. I mean, Twitter is 100%. People have no shame. Right? But people also know these things are completely anonymous, so they can vote however they're, they're true conscious. Although, we did get an at reply. From Daniel. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> Who says, yes. Hmm. <laughs> Sex with twins. We brought this up because when Stephen was on, he was talking about hooking up with someone who was a twin. Yes, off air. But he didn't hook up with both of them. 
just the one. But the one was hot enough where it's like, actually, two would have been fine. All right. Richie Rich, how do you feel about this? You know, I'm down with it. <laughs> it hasn't happened. However, as long as they're not touching each other, I'm, I'm good. Oh, well, that I think is what the whole want. different situation. People want them to touch each other. Minor touching's okay. <laughs> Nothing too crazy, though. I will say I do plead guilty to watching twin porn. Oh. There's like two different sets of twins that have done gay twin porn, and I found this. And they you have know sex when you... with each other or with other people as well? With each other. Just with each other. Um, one of them is only oral. Okay. The other one does the whole situation, and they also threw in a third person. Yeah. And you know when you find that odd spot in Pornhub when this is like, I shouldn't be watching this, but I'm oddly attracted to it and turned mm-hmm. on? Yeah, that's what happened. Well, that's part of the allure of it. Is, yeah. Is the, you know, it's a taboo. It's something you're not supposed mm-hmm. to do. That's why, for me, my immediate reaction was like, ugh. Because I have two brothers, one older, one younger. My younger brothers, I mean, now that we're adults, it doesn't really matter. But he was, like, yeah. so young as a kid, it wasn't quite the same. But, like, my brother, who's only a couple years older than me, and my cousins, who, like, were on either side of me. One was one year younger, one was one year older. Yeah. You know, we all kind of ran together. My cousins lived down the street from me, so we all hung out. It's just like, oh. Your brother, like your cousin, like your family. Yeah. I can see that. You know, we didn't all look identical as kids, but it was like enough to where people clearly knew we were related. Yeah. And they often thought we were brothers. Eh. But as I've been thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, your mind changes Uh, in four days. As I've been thinking about it, you know, now as an adult. Um, I think the fantasy of it, or like you said, maybe watching it, and like, because that's their decision. Yeah. But I don't know if participating in it, like thinking about it, maybe watching it, what have you, is sort of like that fantasy turn on. Yeah. But the actuality of it is. Like, yeah. You know? Cause I mean, point, set the scene. I'm, How at, much are we drinking? At, well, true. Yeah. And how hot are they? And how hung are they? Many variables. Is it true that identical twins have the exact same cock? From what I've seen, no, but around the same length. That makes sense. Around. There are, like, variations yeah. in identical twins. You know how, like, one eye is a little bit, like, different than the other one? Or, I can like, tell facial shape is, like, a little bit slighted. So, yeah, penis is around the same size, but not necessarily identical. That makes sense. I could always tell identical twins apart. We had one set of twins in our high school that were, um, like, friends of mine, and we were hanging out, and I could always tell them apart. Yeah. Part of that's mannerisms, too. Yeah. I mean, they don't act identical. They're so two, and they know two they can, different humans. They cannot read each other's thoughts. No. Although there is a thing with twins. 
But they do have their own. They have uh, some weird connection. It's very language, odd. Language, their yeah. own understanding of each other, which you know makes sense if you've been with someone since. But it's also like me, and my best friend, like just riff off each other without even right. thinking about it. Yeah. But to have sex with them. Yeah, I couldn't have sex with like with with my twin. If I like had if one. I had a twin. <laughs> I mean, if we're both uh, drunk and horny enough, uh, yeah, we'd grab, grab uh, a guy, like, and possibly do something. I, mean, I don't know, we though. Were, if we were very young and exploring things, and, you know, I feel like that's where yeah. maybe it would be more socially acceptable. Yeah. In terms of, you know, coming to grasp with certain things, especially mm. because you are basically identical and you're both exploring things and yeah. whatever. It's like, it's like my mouth. So. <laughs> <laughs> I said that right. Yeah, I wasn't saying that. I went bringing someone else home. Uh, well, you walked into that one. <laughs> even, though, even though 100% said yes, it's hot on Twitter, that also means no one said no, but it also means that no one has been there. It's a rare situation. And a weird it situation to even approach. It's a rare and weird situation. Although most twins that are that are gay like one twin is gay both twins are gay yeah it's not like yeah i yeah i know a couple of twins that are one straight one's gay but yeah i know more twins that are both gay were they fraternal twins if they were straight and gay no i didn't know interesting yeah Hmm. there's a hot set of actual identical twins on my facebook Oof. And one is named Joseph, and they are just gorgeous Italian twins. Mm. Who like chocolate, but I'm taken, so I can't do anything about it. So. <laughs> and they're far, far away. Yeah. But but they like hook up with people? Oh, I don't know that. I'm no. just saying they're hot. <laughs> like, and they're both gay. Uh, like, I wish they would. I, I mean, yeah. And the opportunity arose, and I would not be morally condemned. I think I would be weirded out by it at some point. So this is during... one of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like a very thick gym buff. More of an otter, actually. Okay. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like thick boys. Yeah. Yeah, they're thick, ottery, but cute. Oh, no, they're definitely cute. Yeah, cute, yeah. bearded, Italian... Like, from Italy. Yeah. But they're, like, always hanging out with each other. Like, we're always together. I mean... Oof. <laughs> Keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about what? Huh? What happened? <laughs> well, I don't know any twins currently. Yet. And I still... Yeah, get slided to my you're going. You're going to Palm Springs tomorrow, so you never know. Tomorrow, you never know. Can you decide how twins... Yeah, I still think it's more of the thought of it than the actuality. Yeah. I would feel very weird during, and if not during, then definitely after. Yeah. Yeah. Like, am I going to get arrested? After you come, it's like, wait, what? But again, I think that is the appeal of it. It is. That most people are kind of attracted to that because it's wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Meh. Happens. But that's also why people get into young looking 
especially like twinks and mm-hmm. things like that. No, because... speak for yourself. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm well, speak for them. Well, yeah, but that's why people get into that too because they true. You know, yeah, yeah. They like the taboo. I like a man, as we've just seen. Yes, plenty of. Mm-hmm. Twins are hot. A majority of our audience has spoken. <laughs> this as is, have we <laughs> yes and this is one sex question I was not originally going to say yes to but I guess so again on that mental level I'm not searching out twin porn what a difference four days makes you know what's weird is I don't really watch porn yeah Wes is weird He's, he doesn't really watch porn I don't really watch porn yeah like you could go on my browser history and on, I literally yeah. never watch porn on this computer he makes his own. I make mine. <laughs> exactly. He writes and produces his own videos. Uh, then we would have a real studio and like a house right. and all that shit. And a sling. Those and people make fucking money. A barrage of toys. Talk about making some money. Not if you're a porn actor. <laughs> but on the other side of it. It's... Always behind the scenes. Always, Always behind the scenes. Yeah. Oof. I know. That's a money. There was a missed career opportunity when I was young. <laughs> You're so young. Calm down. I feel like I'm too old to start producing porn. It's like... It's no, you're like, not. It's already, it's already passed me by. Have you seen porn producers? Oh, I know. They're Though they're very old. I just feel like <laughs> Exactly. I, if I'd gotten into it when I was younger, I would... I'm a master start. I just don't want to start over. I don't want to start over anything. I'm too lazy. I don't blame to you. To start Me from too. scratch at anything at this point. Sorry. Like, it's enough. Like, I live a comfortable life. And that's that. I'm happy with who I am. And there you go. I don't really need to change anything. Like, it's just fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We're lazy. Sorry. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> anyway, what should our next sex question be? I don't know. You guys will find out next week. In the meantime, you know what we really need, you guys? We really need money. More... Yes, send us your cash. <laughs> send us your cash because you don't deserve it. We do. Exactly. But what we also really need is vodka. vodka so send us cases, preferably. This was a great episode. It was. <laughs> right. Like, I'm going to be doing Thanks so much. Thanks to Vodka, editing. our unofficial sponsor yeah. of tonight's episode. Is it called Lush? Lux. Oh. Like a lush. That too. <laughs> lush vodka. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of ed- editing for this episode. However, if you would please give us a five-star rating. Guys, all you literally have to do is go to your... We should be subscribed, obviously. Uh-huh. Go to our page, right where it says My Episodes and Best of Your Podcast. You rate it five stars. Hit a star. Far right. Hit five Easy. stars. Easy. Yeah. You could choose to leave us a review if you scroll down a little more, but it takes a lot of time. You yeah, should just give us five stars. Our and, goal, and a DM, a dick pic. Yes, of course, give us a dick pic. Our goal is a hundred five star reviews right now. We're at 25. Or 21. So easy. Yeah. We're going to get there. We're going to get there, you guys. Easy. <laughs> you can connect with us on social media. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. All that stuff is in the notes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. And until next week, goodbye. Bye.
Peace.